Jesus is bad. He gets baptized by John. This is where things would get the world if this was me. I got power. And in my Oprah's voice, you get this, you get that, and everybody gets this. And yes, 45 is out. <laughs> Jesus was praying when called by spirit into the wilderness. Stop right there. Wait a minute. This sounds a little familiar. Didn't the Israelites go into the wilderness too? And if I recall correctly, they spent 40 years for an 11-day trip. Mm -hmm. More on that later. Do what now? Go where? Be by myself? Didn't you just baptize? Didn't I just get baptized and filled with the Spirit? Jesus goes, no questions asked. He didn't stop to post it on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Once there, he begins to fast. He fasts for 40 days. By now, I would be hangry. First, I'm baptized, endowed by spirit, called away, and no food. What's up with that? Who does that? <laughs> this would be a good time for me to change my mind and get the world for my purpose, my higher calling. Back to the Israelites. They spent 40 years in the wilderness for an 11-day trip. That's some fuzzy math. Because they couldn't follow God's lead and trust her for the care of them. God is brilliant. She never reveals everything to us at one time. She must know if she reveals the whole story to us, we might not show up. Yes, Jesus is bad. He has his priorities in order. He's getting connected to his power source. He's fasting so he can be closer to his higher power. Even he knows connecting to a higher power, self-care, and receiving TLC is, is a prerequisite to healing the soul and healing the world. Jesus is better than Daniel, and he's fasting. While minding his own business, he was sent into the wilderness and gets tempted. Tempted three times. Each time he refused the temptation without complaint. Did you say three lemon pies? Fly chick right there? In the world at my feet? The Israelites practiced idolatry, moaned and complained every step of the way. They took their eyes off the prize and traded 40 years of their lives for an 11-day trip. First, I'm baptized, endowed, with, endowed by spirit, called away, no food, and tempted. God got jokes. <laughs> Jesus is bad. See, he never takes his eyes off the prize to heal the soul and heal the world. He's on message. And Jackie's voice, Jesus is love, and everything else is commentary. Yeah. <laughs> He's not even hangry. Once the tempter did not have the victory, the angels came and filled Jesus. They had his back like a jacket. 
They gave Jesus love in the wilderness. Quick notes. I'm baptized, endowed by spirit, called away, no food, tempted, and I get a crew. Now we're talking. <laughs> he was ready to serve. He had his crew with him. This is an amazing time in his life. He went out and did a bold new thing. Carried the message, cared for the least of these, welcomed children and strangers, fed the hungry, gave sight to the blind, made the lame walk, made deaf ears hear, healed the bleeding woman, cast out demons, raised folks from the dead, befriended the lonely and outcast. And this is not a complete list. He's bad. He was already filled with so much power, authority, and influence. And he could have wielded that power, authority, and influence anytime he wanted to. He was the epitome of class, grace, and confidence. He didn't sweat the small stuff. He's got work to do. This Bible passage made me reflect on my own calling. Do I heed my higher powers calling? Listen to my intuitive voice? Do I take time out for myself to get close to the source? Am I willing to forego instant gratification? I got the power to do so. When and how do I stand when tempted? Do I see the big picture when things seem insurmountable? And who has my back like a jacket when I'm in the wilderness? See, Jesus is never alone in this story or in his life, he has somewhere to go, somewhere to turn to. He's always in the care of our loving parent. Yes, he goes through trials and tribulations. He's got haters, just like us. That's what makes this story so powerful. See, we will never live a life that is always harmonious, without pitfalls. It's just not realistic. Jesus knows this. Even when the Israelites moaned and complained, God gave them manna for their journey. God gave them love in the wilderness, things that make you be in awe of God's tenderness. And God takes great care to give us unconditional love, to power us up in the face of adversity, to put us in places like middle, that feeds our spiritual needs, where we can find refuge from any of the things that's chasing us. You fill in the blanks. God provides us with people, sometimes family, sometimes friends. A deacon, a community, maybe even a stranger to walk us through the bad times and the good times. To answer the world's calling for a more just community and society by putting middle in the forefront of racial healing. And we know this is no easy task. Even a church like Middle needs assistance and care from us, the congregation, to carry the message into the world and to be the hands and feet of God because we might be the only sign of unconditional love people see. Amen on that? All right. Yeah, he's bad. And although Jesus is bad, the angels tended to him. Imagine that for a moment. Now imagine what it feels like, tastes like, looks like 
to be here at middle, to know that care is paramount. Can you feel it, taste it, see it? The staff, elders, and deacons want you to feel, taste, and see for you and yours, just like you experienced being justice. On a personal note, I couldn't fit. I couldn't phantom even being a deacon. That wasn't my plan, not at all. I'm a woman and a lesbian. No way. When asked to serve, I needed to go somewhere and think about this for a moment and contemplate what does this mean. Spirit made their presence known. Will I answer the call? I did. I remember my ordination like it was yesterday. When Jackie and you, the congregation, prayed over me, I felt the Spirit cover me. Pardon me, this just got real as a. <laughs> the temptation was strong. Run. Doubt. I can't do this. Fear. I don't know the whole Bible like that. Okay, stay on message. You've been called to serve. Remember, LCB, some positive self talk. The gift, God is forever there. She's the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. God is always growing us up and providing us with what we need. I had to give up the temptation to run, to be fearful and doubtful, and to stand in my calling to care for and with you. Yes, you. To trust that God has me in her care. That no matter what happens in my life, I will be loved and cared for. Because I belong to a community like Middle, where I'm loved and cared for unconditionally. I'm never alone. Jesus was never alone, and we're never alone. Amen. 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 I have people who will care for me. Sometimes family, sometimes friends, a deacon, a community, or even a stranger. To even a stranger to walk me through the bad times and the good times. Even Jesus could not do his ministry without love, assistance, and care. Are there any temptations you need to let go of? Perhaps an inability to ask for help, care, or assistance because you've been let down so many times you can't count. Or because you need to be strong, appear strong, because of shame, guilt, or pride, or you've been so independent for so long, you forgot what it feels like to be cared for. Do you need a want, a hug, a prayer, a partner to accompany you to an appointment, a home visit, an acknowledgement shared, or just chat and chew in the social hall? What does care look like to you? It would be a mistake if I ended this sermon without mentioning how powerful, wonderful, amazing it feels when you know how much you are loved and cared for. When you know without a shadow of a doubt that nothing, no thing separates you from the love of God. Here at Middle, those angels are called deacons, elders, staff, friends, family, community. Jesus knew without community, connection, and covenant, 
He couldn't be able, he wouldn't be able to heal the soul and heal the world. Jesus is bad. Amen. Amen. 